Hello and welcome to another Sunday service. We are so glad to have you with us. This is the last Sunday in October. It's also the last Sunday we'll be sharing on the series promises. So we are glad to have you. How is it with you? How is it with your family? How is it with everything that concerns you? I'm trusting that it is well with you and yours. We are great in our own home. I want to thank Pastor for another opportunity to speak. Boys are doing great. I want to thank Teens Church for the great work they put in every Sunday and the praise team and everyone. So today we're going to be sharing something special. It's the end of this series. And I was thinking, you know, and praying, Lord, what can we um, share today? So today we're going to be talking about God's promises for the future. God's promises for the future. And I think this is what God wants us to know today. So let us pray. Father, we thank you, we bless you, we glorify you and honor you and praise you for another opportunity in your presence, Lord. Father, we ask for understanding. We ask for insight. We ask for quick understanding, for wisdom to apply what we would hear. And we thank you, Lord, because you are a great God, because you are promised keeping God, because you are a faithful God, because you are a God who does what he says, who means what he says. So, Father, we're grateful to you. Bless us as we hear in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. So when, when you hear the future, what comes to your mind? When you think about your future, how do you feel? Yeah. And people could feel various ways. Um, fearful, anxious, hopeful, motivated. Um, you know, people could feel either way. Um, people could feel uncertain, uncertain. And that is one word I think... Um, describes how most people feel about the future. Now I'm just talking generally, not necessarily Christians, generally, because we don't know. You know, the Bible in, 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 J in James, um, James was, he was saying, why, do we, why would you say, oh, tomorrow we're going to do this, we're going to go to here, do some business, we're going to make money. How do you know you're going to be here tomorrow? He says, what is your life? It's like vapor. Now it's here, now it's not. And that is why, you know, and this happens most times when people lose someone or go for a funeral or hear, a, you know, a tragic story and they say, what is this life? What is, what is in it? What is the meaning? And that's exactly what James said. James was saying, why don't you say rather, if the Lord wills, we will do this. And if the Lord wills, we will do this. And this is why many of us Christians, when we say something in the future, we would say, by God's grace, I will be there. <laughs> Nowadays, it sounds a bit uh, corny or, I don't know, pretentious, I don't know. But, you know, by God's grace. But the truth is, the truth is, that is what that passage in James is saying. You should say, if the Lord wills. Hallelujah. Today, we're going to be talking about the future. What are God's promises? Because God has provided for us a more excellent way. You know, I was looking at some statistics. How much do people want to know the future? And believe you me, it is a multi-million industry. So we're talking about 
um, palm readers, what they call psychics, and it includes palm readers, mediums, tarot cards, um, all the sorts of things that people do. And you'd be shocked the amount of people, and I'm talking about the Western world. We know how we do it, where we come from. You'd be shocked at the amount of people who spend thousands of pounds or dollars or euros trying to find out what's going to happen tomorrow. What's in my future? Will my marriage work? Is this job right for me? Um, should I go here? Should I move? Should I do this? Should I do that? In the US alone, 2.6, 2.2 billion. That's what they said it's going to. And they said since the recession, it's grown. It's grown even further. And even with this pandemic, it's grown. It's very interesting. Why? Because this has made people very uncertain about the future. Very, oh my God. Because you, for instance, the way the pandemic came out of nowhere, and all of a sudden it spread like wildfire around the whole world. Around the whole world. From a, I mean, in one month, it was, it was restricted to a single country. And before we could say Jack Robinson, it had moved all over the world, traveled to every nook and cranny. So it made people uncertain, fearful, worried about their future. In the UK, about 100 million pounds industry. And this is mostly, I would say, you know, they say it mostly happens to people who have no faith. But how about people who have faith? You know, where we come from in Nigeria, we know that it's one of the reasons people, they say, they say well, let's go and ask questions or let's go and find out. And people go to all sorts of places and do all sorts of fetish things. And it's unfortunate that now, even within Christianity, certain people are still very obsessed with the future. And they keep saying, um, prophet, what can you see, see into my future? And they, you know, wherever they see people, you know, or leaders or prophets who are predicting the future or telling you this is what's going to happen, this is what happened in your past, this is what's going to happen in your future, people flock to those places because they are so curious about the future. But what does God's word say? What does God say? You know, pastor always says that hope is one of the least discussed, you know, things in the body. You know, the Bible says in, in 1 Corinthians 30, it says, faith, hope, and love. All these remain, but the greatest is love. And we know, I would say faith is the most talked about. Most, you know, everybody knows about faith. We talk about faith all the time. Love, coming second, but hope, least talked about. But the truth is there's no faith without hope because faith works on hope. You have to be hoping for something. Then you have faith for it. Hallelujah. And that's what the future, and the Bible has so much to say about the future. God has so much. The most common one we all know is Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the thoughts I have for you. If you don't know anything else, you don't know any other word, securing your future, this is it. For I know and when God says he knows, he really does. I know the thoughts I have for you. Thoughts that would bring you good, not evil. Thoughts that would give you a future and a hope. 
some unexpected end. Hallelujah. I know the thoughts I have. Thoughts that will give you. You know, some, some say plans. So God has a plan for every one of us. And it is a good plan. So we can rest easy. We can be confident that God has a good plan for our lives. We don't need to go and ask anybody. We don't need, the Bible says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. The Bible says, you know, shines brighter and brighter. So we don't need to worry, would this something happen to us? Would that happen to us? No, our, our, our path is shining brighter and brighter, brighter and brighter. You know, the Bible says, he who began this good work in you, he who began this good work in you, he's faithful. So we don't need to ask anyone. We don't need to wonder, would this happen to us? Will that happen? We want to know what's going to happen tomorrow. What is my child going to become? No, we know that God has a plan for our children's lives. God has a plan for our spouse's life. God has a plan for our marriage. All we need to do is all the things we have been learning to be in tandem with God. We've talked about being led by the Holy Spirit so much this year. That is all we need to do. You don't need anyone to tell you take this job or not take this job. Ah, the Bible says this there is a spirit in man. There is a spirit in man. The Holy Spirit lives inside you and will tell you, this is the way of walking it. This is the way of walking it. Hallelujah. So this is what we are discussing. God's plans for our future. God has plans for our future. God finishes what he starts. We've already talked about Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 that he began this good work. The Bible says in Amplified, it says, he who began a good work in you will continue until the day of Jesus Christ, right up to the time of his return, developing that good work and perfecting and bringing it to a full completion in you. So you will not die young. Your life will not be cut short. Your expectation will not be cut short. Hallelujah. God will bring it to a full completion in you. He will bring it to a full completion in you. Hallelujah. We do all what do we need to do? Just trust. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So God will direct your path. All you need to do is trust. Hallelujah. What did Jesus say in Matthew 6? Don't worry. Don't be anxious. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about what you eat. Don't worry about what you will drink. Don't worry about what you will wear. Hallelujah. And he, and he even told us, you know, even if you worry, What's that going to do for you? A fruitless exercise. Hallelujah. You cannot change the color of your hair. You say you cannot increase in size, weight, or anything. So it's not going to do anything for you. What does he say? Seek first the kingdom of God and 
it's righteousness. And all other things, all these things you're worrying about will be added unto you. So don't worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about itself. Sufficient. Sufficient unto the days, people dear. Let tomorrow worry about it. Hallelujah. Now, we're not negating planning. We're not saying don't plan, don't live intentionally. You know, that's the buzzword now. Live intentionally. Give intentionally. You know, work hard. Plan for your life. Plan for your children. Plan for your future. Hallelujah. We're not saying don't do all those things. Those are the things, you know, hope for the best. Be optimistic. We're not saying don't do all those things. But God has given us sure promises. God has given us his word. Let God be true and every man a liar. God has given us his word. The Bible says that this new covenant, he rests on sure promises. So we can hold on to them. You know, what gives you hope for tomorrow? Why do you think it's going to be better? Because God's word says so. Why do you think things are going to turn out right? Because all God's word says, not because every people say everything is going to be all right. Yeah, it's where everything is. No, no, no. Because we know God's word has said that his plans for us will give us a good future, an expected end. He will bring it to full completion. The work he is doing, he will bring to full completion. So I don't need to worry about my future. I don't need to worry about tomorrow. Yes, I can plan, but I will not worry. I don't need to go anywhere to find out what are they saying about me? You know, am I going to live for the next 20 years? What is going to happen? I don't need to worry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, it says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. So what is going to happen to us? This is what God's word says. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. What God has planned for those who love him. So there are plans. You know, when Jesus was leaving in John chapter 14, he said to his disciples, don't worry, don't be afraid. In my father's house, there are many mansions. If that wasn't true, I would, I would tell you if it wasn't true. I am going to prepare a place for you. Now, this is the blessed hope. I am going to prepare a place for you that where I am, you be also. So even at the end of your life, you're not worried. You're not worried because we have a blessed hope. Because we know it doesn't end here. In fact, Paul said, if, it, if it's all about here, if it's all about this world, we are all men most miserable. If everything we're doing is ending here, no, but it's not ending here. We have a blessed hope. Hallelujah. In St. Corinthians, it says that these are light and momentary troubles. All these things, you know, these small, small adversity that we're facing is working for us afar, you know, an exceeding glory. It outweighs everything. The glory that is working out for us. So even when we go through adversity, we have hope. We know, we know that God is going to bring it to unexpected end. Why? Because we don't look on the things that are visible. 
We don't put our faith on the things that are visible because the things that are visible are subject to change. The things that are invisible are permanent. Hallelujah. 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 Let our hearts not be troubled. Jesus said, don't be distressed. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. Hallelujah. There are many mansions. God is on the throne. He's not going anywhere. God is on the throne and he is on your case. So let your heart not be troubled. What is that thing you're expecting? What is that thing that you're expecting? What is that thing that you're worried about? What is that thing that you're hoping on? God is on your case. God's plans for you are good. Bible says in, in Romans chapter 8, all things work together. All things work together. So even when things are not looking as if they are working together, what we know is that God's word says all things are working together for my good, for the good of my spouse, for the good of my children, for the good of my business, for the good of my career, for the good of my marriage, for the good of my life. So every morning you wake up, you prophesy. You prophesy and say, all things are working together for me. All things are working together for my good. I don't wait, I wouldn't wake up and say, Lord, what's going to happen today? Is it going to be a bad day? Are things going to, no, all things are working out together for my good. God's plans for me are good plans. Their plans bringing me to unexpected end. Bible says, Bob, surely there is a end. The expectations of the righteous will not be cut short. My expectation will not be cut short. For 2021, my expectation will not be cut short. That thing God has promised me it will come to pass. I will see it with my own eyes in 2021. I am trusting God for my future. All we need to do is... All we need to do is commit. Commit our ways unto the Lord. Commit our ways to the Lord. Trust Him. We don't need to ask anybody about the future. We don't need to consult with mediums. We don't need to consult with anyone, prophet or not. We don't need it. Now, I'm not saying um, you can't get a prophetic word. That's not what I'm saying. But the truth is, and pastor says this all the time, even when you get a prophetic word, it always confirms what God has already laid in your heart, what God has already told you. What intuitively, by God's spirit, you already know. You already know. It's just a confirmation. It's just a confirmation. And the truth is, again, if it doesn't agree, if it doesn't align with what God has said, then question it. Question it. Don't take it in. Don't take it in. And this we should be careful about. How much we take in, how much we believe, if it doesn't align with God's plans and purpose for our life, if it doesn't align with what God's spirit is telling us, then we don't absorb it and take it and agree it will happen to us. No. We believe God's word. We believe what God has said to us. And the spirit of God lives inside us. In fact, the Bible says in that verse we had, we quoted, eyes have not seen, ears have He said, but he had revealed it to us by his spirit. 
He has revealed it to us by his spirit. So as spirits, in our spirits, we know. Our eyes haven't seen, our ears haven't heard. But he has revealed it to us by, by his spirit. Hallelujah. So we know. We know. We don't need anyone to tell us. God has secured your future. God's plans for you are good. God's plans for you are wonderful. God's plans for you are great. God's plans for you will bring you to unexpected. And that thing he has started, he will complete it. And we can be rest assured that God will do it. He is faithful and he will do it. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you, we glorify you, and we honor you. Thank you, Lord God, for being such a big God, for being a faithful God, for being a good God. Your plans for us are good, and we just trust you. We don't look to man, Lord, we look to you. We trust you. You who have started this good work in us, in our children, in our marriages, in our career, in our businesses, in everything that concerns us, Lord. You who started this good work, Lord, you will bring it to full completion. Our lives will not be cut short. We will not bring forth for sudden calamity. We thank you. Every word, everything you have promised us 2021 will come to pass by your power. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you, Lord, for asking prayer in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So God bless you. Let us pray for our offerings. Father, we thank you for everyone giving an offering that your power, your increase, your wisdom, the power to make wealth comes upon them, blesses everything their hand touches and finds to do in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Don't forget, our services continue on Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Fridays for prayer meetings. Go in this time. My God is with you. Don't worry about your future. God is taking care of everything that concerns you. He is perfecting everything that concerns you. God bless you.